0: Hi, hello, and welcome to the Dedicated Physionic Podcast. My name is Nicholas Verhoeven. I'm a PhD student in molecular medicine and have my master's in exercise physiology. So, with the formalities out of the way, today we're going to be briefly discussing why your total testosterone, this usually applies more for males, why your total testosterone does not matter as much as people make it out to be so people like to compare different testosterone levels and while testosterone certainly is on a range i think it's somewhere like 250 or 300 nanograms all the way up to roughly about a thousand nanograms leads to your relatively normal physiological range and if you of course take testosterone if that's testosterone enanthate or uh, whatever injectable testosterone you or a patch Uh, then you'll be in that supra-physiological range, and that's not what we're discussing. I'm not discussing TRT either. It's just really just that physiological range, which, granted, I suppose TRT would bring you into that physiological range, but I digress. Anyway, so the total testosterone is what most people focus on. So when they go to the doctor's office, they get blood taken, and they get their their testosterone tested – they get these results, and you're going to get a series of different results. Most people focus on total testosterone because that tells you in the entire circulation how much testosterone is available. Or, Well, that, that, that word's kind of debatable, and I'll touch on that in a second, but you just have the amount of total testosterone in your system. Makes sense just like you would have the total number of red blood cells or whatever it might be uh, in a particular amount or volume of blood. So, testosterone is actually broken up into three different categories. Typically, people separate it into two different categories. So, when you're talking about total testosterone, that is broken up into bound testosterone and free testosterone. So, the actual testosterone that's Available for use is much, much, much smaller than the total testosterone number that you're actually given. Now, granted, if you have really high total testosterone, there's a higher likelihood that you have uh, higher free testosterone. So you have bound testosterone, which is bound to albumin, which is a protein, it's essentially a carrier protein, and it's used for a lot of different clinical markers, but Physiologically speaking, it's a carrier protein. So it carries different molecules from one area of the body to another area of the body. And that is considered loosely bound testosterone to this carrier protein. It can dissociate from that albumin, uh, but I'm not going to go into any more details than that. Now the other form is called SHBG bound testosterone or sex hormone binding globulin Uh, testosterone. And that is tightly bound. That is uh, incredibly difficult to dissociate from. And that's where majority of testosterone is actually bound to SHBG. Meaning that if it's in circulation and it's bound to SHBG, it is not free to enter the cells. And having testosterone Plays no factor whatsoever if it can't enter the cells. It has to be able to enter the cells if that's in your neurons, if that's in your muscle cells, whatever it is, it needs to be able to functionally traverse the cell membrane and then be used uh, in nucleus, cytoplasm, wherever it needs to be used. And if it's bound to SHBG, there it's not going to happen. It is not free. So getting out of the mentality of looking at total testosterone, it's far more important to look at the amount of free testosterone. And you might want to take a glance at your albumin bound testosterone as well. Your free testosterone is the testosterone that can actually traverse the cell membrane and act in your cells. And of course, as your cells make up your tissues, your tissues make up your organs, your organs make up you the organism, uh, it's incredibly important that uh, that testosterone enters the cells. If it doesn't enter the cells, it's like you being stuck in one room and you have millions of dollars in another room, but you can't access that room. There's no, no door to that room and you have no tools to break down the walls. It's absolutely worthless. So that's what I've got to say focusing more on free testosterone when you get your testosterone results back or uh, understanding that having high total testosterone does not necessarily mean that you have high uh, free testosterone. It tends to kind of go hand in hand because if you're overall increasing testosterone, you're going to see that bump in free testosterone, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's the case. So always making sure that you prioritize free testosterone over total testosterone is probably a more uh, educated way of going about understanding and applying your testosterone results. All right, with that said, hopefully it was informative, and I hope that I have the pleasure of speaking with you in the next one. Have a good one, guys. Bye.